Hello and welcome to episode two of the one one hundred and sixtieth of a second podcast. Although I'm just going to start calling it one hundred sixtieth of a second. I'm not going to. I'm going to drop the one. It's becoming a mouthful. So hello and welcome. My name's Gareth, and joining me in this podcast today is my guest John. Do you want to introduce yourself, John? I I'm a what I would classify as a semi professional photographer in that I actually do I do earn earn money from the photography but not as a on a full-time basis I actually have another job which is a IT consultancy I've been doing photography for about seven years now with model photography in particular the last three to four years that's a bit about it really now today's topic is going to be I'm just going to call it getting on Instagram because I don't have an Instagram account I, I've never really got into Instagram I don't have a Twitter account um, I have the Facebook account, but that's it. But I do want to get a Instagram account for the podcast because while people are going to listen in their cars and, and listen to this, we're talking about photography and it's going to be really quite interesting and crucial in a way to show some some images. And I do feel now that Instagram is really the way for that rather than a website. Today we're going to be talking about Instagram. And before we start... I just want to say that I'm not the complete authority on photography and I would never regard myself as that. I do it as a hobby and I enjoy podcasting and talking about it. You will hear my thoughts and opinions only, but please don't take those for advice or the opinions of an expert. Please do what you think is best. And I'm sure John would agree with me. Would you agree with me, John, about that? Absolutely. I never claim to be an expert on anything. If you, if you do enough. that in life, you'll, you'll only set yourself up for a fall later Exactly. On. Exactly. So do you have an Instagram account, John? And do you use it? I do. And I really do use it. I actually did hold off on having an Instagram account initially because of copyright concerns. Mainly, uh, and this was actually before it actually combined with, uh, or I think Facebook took them over. There were, there were there was a court case about some chap that had taken photos off uh, Instagram and just put something underneath them. And then claimed they were his, and they and actually I can't remember the, name, the chap's name, but he actually won his court case. <laughs> he actually did, you know. Apparently, the court case went went in favour for him, and so that did actually concern me. But but uh, as a as a vehicle for um, just getting your photos out there, or even videos, because they actually do videos as well, but mainly photos. Uh, I actually love it. I really do. I, I I do a lot of model work, model photography, but my main uh, non model type stuff goes out on Instagram. I do put model stuff out there occasionally, but it's, it is more my um, iPhone snaps or um, abstract photographs that I take uh, that go out on, on Instagram. And I, I absolutely love it. But I mean, going back to the copyright side of things, I always make sure I've got a watermark on them. Uh, it doesn't protect you at all, really, because people can take it off. And they, can, they strip the metadata out of photos, on, uh, mm -hmm. on certainly on Facebook. I'm not sure about Instagram. Shall I explain the meta, what metadata is? I, I think we'll come back to that, because I'm, I'm interested in what you... We're going to talk generally now, what you put on your Instagram and, and the sort of ethos of it, because to me, the ethos of Instagram is using your smartphone and sort of sharing pictures you've taken on your smartphone when you're out and about, things that interest you. You can use Instagram to really push your push your photography or, or push your agenda, whether it's promoting yourself or address or whatever. And you can sort of use your DSLR and get it on Instagram. So I was really interested when you were talking about the photos you put on, which you've said are different to what you put on your normal portfolio. So do you use just your smartphone for that? It, it predominantly is my smartphone, yes. It's not not always. 
I mean, sometimes I take a, a little bit of a weird abstract sort of thing on my DSLR and think, oh, actually, that probably will fit with the rest of what I've got on there. So I put that through. But, but 90% even probably 95% of it is actually uh, smartphone based and uh, and it's because I, I just love the uh, in fact I love the freedom of being able to just take a picture and within minutes have it uploaded and it's been there it's out, actually out in the world and that's just kind of it's kind of a thrill it's quite nice and do you get instant feedback on that do people like comment and and do yeah, other things instantly absolutely yeah and, and in a way it, it, yeah. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite rewarding, but it's like anything in uh, the social media. Uh, everyone sort of feeds off the feedback almost. Uh, it seems a bit of a weird way of phrasing it, but it's like you put something out there and you just want almost everyone wants the attention to a greater or lesser, lesser degree. I mean, I, I am not a narcissist or egotist by any, any means, but, uh, but it's nice to have people recognize, recognize stuff. I think it's very encouraging, isn't it, when you put, you put something on a website or social media and it gets a lot of it gets a lot of interest you think oh that's good i'm going to keep going whereas if if no one looked at it you might sort of give up really it's very true that's very true I, it it is um uh, positive feedback i mean i i'm a very sort of positive person anyway but i mean generally apart from troll trolling <laughs> which is negative feedback apart from that which is very very rare in my, my case anyway um it, it's 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 all positive and i love positive feedback and it's sort of you know when you're really doing something well when you get a lot of positive feedback so it, it sort of really eggs you on um, and it, it keeps the momentum going um it's it's a great thing shall we talk about that metadata because i also thought that instagram stripped out metadata along with facebook so for for those of you who are unsure about that when you take a picture in your camera it can write your name you can set it to write your name and when you export things from um, editing software like lightroom it will have things like um the camera you shot it with the shoot speed was a flash use, the aperture, and you can have other things added like Lightroom tags. And in, in Flickr, if you go onto an image in Flickr, you can see what's the shooting condition someone used to take that image, which I think is quite useful. Everything yeah. gets stripped out on Facebook, definitely. And I think everything gets stripped out on Instagram, although I'm not I'm not an expert on that. I, I certainly know that Facebook does it. Um, I, I suspect seeing as Instagram is now in bed with uh, Facebook that they do something similar. But I, I don't know for a fact. I really don't. The other thing is uh, in the metadata, certainly with smartphones, is the location. Yes. Which, which actually can be it can <laughs> it can be useful that it's, it strips it out. But, but then on Instagram and, and Facebook, what you do is almost most people almost say, well, I'll say this again. <laughs> The first thing they do is say where they are anyway. <laughs> or or some things my friends do on Facebook, which I keep, I think, oh, you shouldn't do that, is they do a countdown to their holiday and then oh, they do posts God. from their holiday. Yep. And if I was a burglar, I'd, yep. I'd, I'd be friends with everyone on Facebook because it's just Absolutely. so obvious when people are away. But yeah, you're right. It can, it can be quite good to strip out um, data for location. Yeah. But... I think Inst there was a bit of a scandal with Instagram because I think when you uploaded your images, it was all unencrypted. I think that got spotted. I think that's been rectified now. Is there anything else you want to say about metadata? You've, you pointed out the usefulness of having it stripped out. Any disadvantages yeah. to um, having that metadata taken away? 
I don't. I don't think there are any uh, advantages other than uh, making the file slightly, very slightly smaller, it, and it really doesn't make that much difference to the size of the file. It would uh, be negligible, it, won't it? I mean, I, going back to the Flickr thing, though, I, I, I would. I, I do like uh, the fact that it, the uh, metadata does come through. If say you're uh, going back, not necessarily uh, smartphones, but it, DSLR, uh, and you you got your DSLR, and you think, well, I, I'd like this lens, you know, like a I don't know, a Sigma uh, 50 mil art. Okay, so what you do is you go onto Flickr, and there are searches you can do to actually see photos that were taken with that lens. Now that's that's incredibly useful, uh, you know, as a as a as a tool. So that's a, a real major positive for the metadata being there. And that's uh, actually that's actually something I've done. I've looked on Flickr for a lens I'm interested in to sort of see what you can achieve with that lens, and that is really useful. So you're right there. Probably doesn't have too much of a use on Instagram. No, absolutely not. We we digress. Well, that's the point of a podcast, isn't it? To to digress and and really talk about what you're interested in. Let's talk about filters and editing your images prior to uploading to Instagram. Do you do that? Uh, Right, okay. So I use Hipstamatic on iPhone, which actually, as part of its um, way of working, actually applies the filter as, it, as you shoot it. In the later version of Hipstamatic, you can change the filters afterwards. The early version didn't. It actually applied filter at the time you took it, and that was what you got, which actually was quite thrilling because <laughs> you take a photo and you, that's the filter you've got, then that's what you're living with. You know, it made it a little bit more, um, oh, I don't know, it forced creativity a little bit more, shall I say. But now you can recover from it. Uh, the later versions, uh, you can apply the filters afterwards. And, and and also then there are various filters and various applications, including Instagram, the Instagram application itself. I, sometimes I actually do apply Instagram filters themselves, but very rarely. It's only if I need to give something a little bit of a boost. But I, I'd rather keep filtering outside of Instagram so that I've actually got a true uh, master copy of the file. I've often but, thought that... Um filters can be used to sort of dress up a bad photo what do you think about that yeah that's true i totally agree <laughs> but they also can and they can also be used to enhance something or make some in a way you could say it's a bad photo but sometimes the a filter can make a photo well actually i'll rephrase it sometimes a filter can make a photo you see what mm. i did there <laughs> one thing one thing that put me off really was I have I have several cameras where they, they connect your smartphone via a Wi-Fi network they set up. So my Micro Four Thirds camera, I can take an image um, in RAW and then I can push it to my smartphone as a JPEG. Oh, that's, that's, no, that's, that's quite, that has its uses. It's certainly really good for yeah. putting things on Facebook. I've fallen into that trap of I like to edit RAW images. And until recently, I couldn't do that on my phone. I have an iPhone and they've recently, probably within the last year, allowed raw editing so now i can get raw editing on my smartphone and i've actually in preparation for using instagram bought a sd card adapter so i can take an image on one of my cameras in raw and i can put it on my iphone and i've got the raw image in my iphone that i can edit i probably can't do too much more than i could do with a jpeg but it does leave me a lot of options so i am looking to start editing images and putting them up on Instagram. But I'm not going to be using a DSLR. I'm going to be using a lighter camera. So I might be using a Fuji or I might be using a mirrorless Micro Four Thirds because I just feel to use a DSLR all the time um, for Instagram goes against the ethos of it. What do you think? I... I'm not one that's actually wrapped up on using a certain type of camera for 
any purpose, if that makes make sense. If it, I mean, if you think that that that's, that would that keeps your enthusiasm going by having that sort of limitation, if it, like like a creative limitation, then that's fine. I mean, essentially, it was probably supposed to be just mobile phones when they first started it up, but I don't think it matters what you upload on it really. I mean, at all. At all. The, uh, the the best camera you have, and someone else has said this, I'm never going to take credit for this, the best camera you have is the one that's with you at the moment, isn't it, when you take that yeah. picture. But I, I do feel my iPhone is a bit lacking compared to my actual camera in, in many things like bokeh, um, isolating the subject, yeah. just the colours you can yeah. get. I don't have the iPhone 7. Yeah, I'll be looking to use a lightweight, lightweight camera. Plus, I've got a few specialist lenses like extreme wide angle um, macro and and some other ones so really what i want to be using instagram for with this podcast is showing the pictures i've taken and the pictures i would normally take will be with with a camera rather than a smartphone so that's the route i'm going to go down do you have any tips for instagram well i mean there are actually i mean i discovered recently um, although it's a little bit flaky, there are actually applications that you can use on your desktop to upload photos onto Instagram. Can't you get into Instagram trouble with that? I was reading somewhere that you can get something called a shadow ban. Have you come across that term? No, not at all. I think a shadow ban, and again, I'm really glad I did the disclaimer of I'm not an expert because I'm really not an expert on this, but I think a shadow ban is where your picture's up, but people can't search for it or people can't see it. If I've got that wrong, please leave a comment um, within reason. And I think you're more at risk at getting that if you use um, the website uploader, but that's that's really... That's interesting. Yeah, that's really something I don't know a great deal about, and I'm um, just recalling from an, from an article I remember remember reading some time ago. Well, the only down... Well, I mean, from my perspective, I mean, I, it was just... Com- uh, sheer convenience of being able to do it really uh, more than anything else um, the only downside to anything like that is that you have to give your account details away yes which is incredibly scary and it, and is anyone using the uh, things like uh, any of these applications where you get more followers or get more get more loves or likes uh, any of those it's incredibly dangerous because you, you basically hand over your account to do it mm. So I would try and avoid those. That's probably one of my tips. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's certainly a good tip. Don't yeah. don't do anything that gives away your personal information or yeah. hand your Instagram account to anyone else. Yeah, definitely. Do you think it's good to get sort of a a low angle, or do you think it's good to try and stand out from the Instagram crowd? Do you have any tips on using hashtags and getting your work uh, noticed? I, I to start off with, I didn't hashtag much. My, my youngest daughter has a phrase, um, I think it's used cool, it says, uh, you're a hashtag whore, dad. <laughs> because I, I, I gradually acquired more and more hashtags. And, it, and, it's, and my, uh, the younger generation seem to think that it's actually very needy to do that kind of thing. But, but actually, the, I, as I pointed out to her, the whole point behind hashtags were to make things searchable. <laughs> that's what it was all about originally. Uh, so yes, I do tend to hashtag. I, I try to do it contextually. So if it's street photography, then I put hashtag street photography and you know and that kind of stuff. If it's a travel one, I just put hashtag travel. I usually make sure people know it's an iPhone or not an iPhone. Um, I even put my name in there, uh, which is interesting because I mean that's not narcissistic. Uh, well, it, well, I didn't think it was, but it actually came in handy. I found people that had been copying stuff off Flickr and very kindly putting them on Instagram and putting my hashtag 
<laughs> off my my Flickr account. I was thinking, well, I don't know how I feel about that, but at least those good people did use my hashtag. <laughs> it's very kind of them. So, uh, so, so hashtag, you know, hashtags the, handy in that respect, I suppose. So people are actually publishing on your behalf from your Flickr account. Yes, indeed. Or, well, I, I, I have taking a lot. I have that a lot, actually, in various... I, I've had stuff uh, put on Facebook and, and people basically have just copied the photo and just put my name against it. It, it just happened uh, quite a lot. I do find that odd, though. It, it's like people don't trust you to publicise your own work and, and feel they must do it for you. That's well, very you odd. Know, in a way, yeah. But, I mean, the only thing is, for every person that's kind enough to do it, <laughs> actually use your hashtag, there's got to be hundreds that don't. You know, I mean, I actually did come across one of my photos without any hashtag once on Instagram. I mean, what do you do? You know, is it how, how far can you go with it? Because effectively, when you put something out there, it's almost gone. You know, it, it, anyone can use it. I mean, I, I want someone once said, thank you. Thank you. for You've just given me a desktop image. And I'm thinking, well, thank you. But I actually worked to produce that photo. <laughs> But yeah, you you put things out on on the web and social media to be seen. You you know for people to look at, for people to enjoy. You can't be too unhappy when they do enjoy it. Maybe enjoy it a bit too far. But yeah, you can't be too unhappy Absolutely. if they start That's using it. it. That's why you put it out there. Exactly. It was, it's like a it's, it's a double edged sword. Really, people think that everything's free and it isn't really. Uh, but but on the other hand, you need that if you want the publicity, then you have to put the stuff out there, and it's just the risk you take, really. Wow, I never would have thought of putting my own name in a hashtag, but that's really useful, isn't it? Any I, I other tips? Well, I don't know if it's a tip or not, really, but it, it's a bit unusual that someone actually started adopting it as well. And it's just people are kind there. In a way, it's really kind. <laughs> I see. I saw it as a positive, unusual positive, but a positive. Yeah. Are there any, um, you, you, you've highlighted a couple of downsides there of using Instagram. Are there any other downsides or any pitfalls people should be aware of? Oh, not Really, not directly, other than what you mentioned earlier about the holiday business. Uh, but the same applies to most social media. I mean, well, I actually recently did a, a trip to Japan, and I, I actually blitzed <laughs> Instagram with my, my photos from Japan while I was doing it. But I knew, I did that knowing that my house was occupied while I was away. <laughs> well, do, do, you know, do you know what I'm really tempted to do? I'm really yeah. tempted to put up a green screen and photograph myself and put in like the leaning tower of pizza behind me yeah. um, and just put it on Facebook and Instagram. Look at me yeah. and, and see if anyone even cares that I'm away or if anyone can tell the difference between yeah. my faking it and actually going there. I'd have to yeah. do it, make it look like it was a tourist photo. But yeah, that's something I've often thought of doing. Maybe yeah. one day I will. What I've sort of picked up on from your our, our discussion today is anything commercially sensitive or anything that you really think Mm, a slight reservation about putting that out or I want that to stay unique I right. don't want people to copy it don't put it on Instagram it is what I picked up you know only if it's anything that you're doing for someone else maybe don't put it on if it's a little yeah. bit something from a commercial shoot or something else exactly. or something you don't want going round and round and round the internet mm. leave it is yeah. what I'm picking yeah. up on well I mean there's a couple of other, other things that probably wouldn't I wouldn't put up there anything that's really personal Nothing for family. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I mean, I have the same thing on Instagram and Facebook. I rarely put anything to do with my family up there. It seems a bit odd when people talk to me about, well, it'd be nice to see pictures of your family on on Facebook or Instagram. I said, well, no, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. I, I see my family, you know, you, you know, in, in person. I, there's no no point in in sharing that with everyone all the time. It's just to, to me, it's it's just, it's too personal. You give too much to the the world, and I think that one is for me. I mean, everyone's different. I know a, a lot of people just only post family stuff, but for me, it isn't. It's about more about the photography. My personal um, Facebook page, I do put a lot of stuff up about my family because we have family that we we never see in some cases sadly and in some cases not sadly um so i put up pictures so that they can sort of see what we're doing see my children sort of develop but i only have 28 friends on facebook so it's quite a limited pool anyway um i don't have a public thing i don't have people following me so i do but i would never if i if i had a very public facebook yeah i it would only be about the work i think rather than family or anything else i'll clarify that point because when i opened my facebook it i wasn't really interested in in the concept of having it as a family or or personal account really it it started because of my photography and then eventually evolved into me having to have the account because to me facebook was necessary evil i wasn't really very keen on it but but when i started photographing models models were tagging or uh, wanting to tag me so i found myself having to open accounts on all sorts of things uh, i've even got one on snapchat i don't even know how to use it um i've got i've got twitter i've got i've got facebook i've got instagram i and i had to go onto those sites so that so that i could at least could get the tag it seems a bit odd but at least then i'm it's a form of recognition that i actually was involved in creating that photo so so face facebook is more for me it's 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 more of a, to do with the art and the photography yes there are sillies on there you know when i've been away on trips and, and done and done stuff but there's not really anything too personal on there so for you social media and Instagram or including social media is more about you shouting look I made this rather than letting someone shout look what I've done look what I've done it's you saying I've done this too is that is that right am I reading that correctly yeah I, <laughs> I, I yes it, 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 you kind of are reading it correctly but it but it, it's not quite as arrogant or egotistical as that it's, no no I, more... I would never I would never sort of imply it was but no 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 I didn't but it, but, it, but I didn't say you were it's just it, it could it but it is it's kind of it's like a, um the best way to put it is it's like a shop front yes yeah, yeah. Like, I, I am semi-professional and for me it's a shop front it's sort of a way of selling my wares so uh, it's, it's kind of what I use it for and I, I actually do have my own uh, page as well as my own personal account on on Facebook and, and to be honest there's not much difference between there's a, there's a few more sillies and jokes on my personal one but generally it's it's all to do with the photography and and have those tools built a good reputation for you yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, they seem they seem to be uh, picking up. Good. And are there a way for do people connect with you via those accounts and get in touch? Is it a good sort of? Is it like word of mouth? Yeah, it, it does seem to. Um, oh, it's not cascade. Um, it, it, it sort of. Um, it is. It's more word of mouth. It, it's sort of trickling, but but sort of an increased trickle. I would say um, this is probably the best way of putting it. I'd like to talk about consistency. Okay. When you use Instagram, in your opinion, of course, do you have to be consistent in how often you post and what type of thing you post? I th- there is a thing, there's a hashtag Insta Daily that people use. And it's, it's almost like um, going back to the, where the old Flickr days where, you know, the 365-day project where you, you took a photo every day and post, uploaded it. I suppose it... it that is a thing, but for me, it doesn't make much difference. I, I don't like the restriction, in a way. Um, 
I, I sometimes I like to be able to post three or four photos a day, and sometimes I'll leave it two or three days between. So I, I just I see it as something I do for enjoyment, and as if as soon as it, I, I get sort of a schedule to it, which is effective to what the the daily upload thing is, it, 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 I think it would ruin it for me. Ah, but then again, but some, you have um, you have sort of indicated you are fairly consistent. You don't leave it more than three days, do you, between posts? <laughs> Sometimes I do, honestly. <laughs> four, four days? Yeah, it, it depends on how how, uh, how enthusiastic I am or how busy I am. Well, enthusiastic with the photography, how busy I am in my other work, uh, and, and also how uh, out and about I've been uh, generally. If I've been sitting in the house doing accounts and, and doing my other work, then I don't get much chance to actually produce new photos. So I, those, those gaps are what happens. Um, you know, so you have a, f- a few days gap. No, it, it, it sounds very much like you're not regimented, like I must put something up today, no, tomorrow. But it sounds like you are, you do, maybe unwittingly, and you might not have realised this, have a level of consistency in, in your posting. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. But it's just, it's more, um, it's not necessarily daily. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Do you have a consistency with your image style that you put out on Instagram? Or is it whatever takes your fancy? <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, whilst whilst I don't really think I have a style, <laughs> but people seem to think I do. So, But everyone has a style. And a style is almost a whole subject for another podcast. Not that I'm, I'm putting that forward for you. I've, uh, I've already taken it up. I've, I've just written that down. That it really style is. Style would be a good style. episode, you I think. Talk for hours on. You really yeah. Um, for, for, for me... I have a different style in my Instagram uh, post than I would do, say, for my model photography. Let's say I'm going to start my Instagram tomorrow. What sort of advice would you give me? The first thing I would say is not to be disappointed by the the absence of activity to start off with. That that's fine. I've I've got used to low views on the podcast. Um, my expectations are very low anyway. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it'll pick up. I'm, I was happy to get into double figures, John. Yeah, and and just to be clear, I have got into double figures, not oh. not three figures yet, but I have got into double figures. What, else, what else would you um, advise? I, I, when I first started doing the Instagram, I, I wasn't actually anywhere near as prolific or as into it as I as I am now. Uh, so in a way, what happened was I I I, I don't know if this is a recommendation or not, but I just did it. I mean, really very ad hoc you know there's like a few weeks between them sometimes i just posted anything to start off with i i, I would post a back of a camera sh- shot that i've taken on a model shoot um it would be anything um but as i as i evolved i realized that i could actually just turn it into a, almost like a like a travelogue a, like a, a series of photos that actually represented what i had been doing and I, I wanted to do it in, in an arty way. So I suppose having a vision of where you're heading with it would be is, is the point I'm getting at. Because to start off with, I had I, I, I was all over the place, uh, style-wise, upload frequency, what I was using it for. I had no clear vision. So having a vision is probably probably a good good thing. Uh, then again, it can evolve as well, can't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. I think we're gonna we're gonna draw things to a close there. Well, it's, it's flown by, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. We yeah. should do it again. <laughs> we should do it again, definitely. And talking of doing it again, don't forget to check back on episode one, which is about the realities of being a professional photographer, where we where I spoke with Drew. That was very, very interesting. 
And don't forget to find us on Facebook at the 160th of a second podcast on Facebook. I want to thank John today for taking the time to talk with me about Instagram, giving me some tips and having a really good conversation with them. I want to thank you for listening and don't forget to check back for future episodes. Goodbye.